welcome to Going Once Podcast. I'm Scotty. I'm joined by Mitch. Hello. And Spencer. Howdy. So today we are going to go over um, kind of overall rankings right now, the kind of how draft boards are falling right now, uh, kind ADP of some of our discussion. picks, <laughs> and uh, kind of just see where it goes from there. Um, we didn't get to finish. We might talk about some of the quarterbacks as well. Um, we got some time at the end. Oh, we can. All right. But basically that was just like a Matt Ryan conversation that we just don't really need to have at this point. I need to bring up a name. Baker Mayfield question. I have a Matthew Stafford debate. So Okay, well, we'll you know what? Change up right now. We're going to mix <laughs> up the show right now, and we're going to bring up the Matthew Stafford debate. So what's up with Matt Stafford? I have him at QB11. I don't – hang on. Let me go back. Got to pull up everybody's because we just switched, switched it up. Oh, yeah, I got you. Got but it right here. you guys have him at 14 apiece, and I'm just like – I have him at eleven. I'm as a QB one, and I'm pretty. And I feel like I'm lowballing him at QB eleven sometimes, because like the team is just pretty darn good, and this is the best receiving core he's well, excluding Mayfield. I would not say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say this is the most average receiving, most consistent receiving core he's ever had. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for Robert Woods. Who do you excited for Robert Woods? You're not excited for Cooper Cup at all. Not at all. Okay. No, he can go kick rocks. <laughs> no, I, I, I get, I get that. I told you, the Rams just have that weird – just have a weird feeling with the Rams where, like, I don't know who's going to get the game at the time. Like, I feel like you know, you're going to see some Cam Akers games or you're going to see some Matthew Stafford games, and it's just going to be a weird little combo there. And I don't know how much so it is. So he could be, like, Ryan Tannehill, who we so, all have ranked pretty high? Matthew yeah. Stafford has, hasn't done it in a couple years. Like, he had that – like, what, a year and a half ago, he, had a, he was on a killer pace, but then injury stopped him. And then this year he was just – Injury stopped him. Yeah, <laughs> and then like two. And years Kenny ago, Galladay was gone the yeah, entire season. Just like, he just hasn't done it in a while, and it's like, does he still have it? What's going on with him? It's just that, that's really all it is. It's like I, we've seen. I just think he's got the best. This is the best offensive coordinators he's had his entire career. He's in a, he's in a great situation. Like I'm cool with being wrong. That's more the issue. It's just like, I'm not gonna die on the hill if he's gonna be bad. Like I'm totally cool if he's gonna be good. Yeah, I, don't I just be bad, but like I'm yeah, really well, I'm not. I'm, saying, I'm not against him too, especially if like quarterback starts getting away from me. Like here, I still like him. I still trust him to have this. I still trust him to have like one of the better bases out here. It's like I guess I can honestly. Yeah, you know, he's like you know, cousin. now he's higher than Matt Ryan right now. I'm live on the wow. show. <laughs> he's up to thirteen now. Yeah, baby. So <laughs> he's up to thirteen on the show, and honestly, like I don't even think like 11, 12, and thirteen. I can go either way. Uh, like 11, 12, and 13 was uh, Cousins, Hurts, and uh, then Stafford. So, Yeah, I just feel – and especially with this division, they're going to have to score to keep up in this division. So it's like you get a couple of really high-scoring games from them. So they're just fun to Yeah, the potential. I don't know. Let's just see what happens. Like, I don't know if he's going to be – Oh, they're going to run for a few shit like, like Cam Akers. Gonna, it doesn't mean he's going to be good. It doesn't mean he's going to be all Cam Akers. So also – No, he could, though. You're right. He could be one of those quarterbacks that really helps you win that – Really helps you. I'm not saying I guess I can't say win the league because, like I said, quarterback situation. Unless you're one, two, and three, you're not really helping them win the league at this point. You're just kind of just you're not hurting the team. Well, I mean, if you get him in the double digits and he t- manages top five, that's really helpful. So yeah, but the difference, as I said, we we've been over this. Like the difference of top five um, is not really that much. Yeah, but there's just the the no stress of relying on Fields either. Like it, it's just it's easier for your right. Team. I it think yeah, it's better. Like it doesn't help you win the championship, but like you know he's on for the ride. It's good for your yeah. Team. It's like the tight end effect. It's like if yeah. you have Kelsey Kittle or Waller, it's like well I never have to think about tight ends ever except yeah. for one week. And yeah, I don't know mind. if I can get him in. The, I don't think I don't really see him breaking the top five here. I just think I'm not saying a little bit I'm there. not saying that, but, but no, eleven definitely. I could see him. I'm not upset if he's my quarterback in my league. Yeah, I just feel like I think he'd be a great three. No, 
I think he's the I think he's the tail end. I don't think you're gonna be able to stream him in most leagues. I have a feeling he's gonna be grabbed I mean, and kind of kept. If in most he does leagues. good, yeah, yeah. But like the way I'm looking at it, he's gonna be a streamer. <laughs> so it's like that's what I think. Man. Yeah, he could be great there. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And he's definitely want like, him over Matt Ryan. So he's gotta get to, <laughs> he's gotta get to over <laughs> 35 touchdowns to be like relevant for fantasy. To like be like real actually impact on your team. I think you can do it. Yeah, I, don't th- I think that's. Uh, yeah, there that's we go. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> that hesitation. Put him below Matt Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta look up the touchdowns. Well, he was hurt. Top six. No, no, I'm, I'm just seeing just how many people got over thirty. Oh. Remember we did this before. Gotcha. So, mm, yeah, I mean, Kirk, if Kirk Cousins can get thirty-five touchdowns, Matt Stafford can get thirty-five touchdowns. That means they're gonna have to be scoring hey. a lot. And, and then, <laughs> that's deep. <laughs> Yeah, like it's close, but it's close. He's gonna get. Thir- he's getting. Th- he's getting thirty to thirty-five right now for sure. Um. And yeah, I'll die in that. But yeah, I'm. Uh, twice in his career, like the thirties. That's a Lions. I just, he's on the Detroit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we're gonna get to that probably in the show, but the Lions just taint everything right now, and just it sucks <laughs> to say it, but that's what just kind of hurts him. Like I've always loved Matthew Stafford, but yeah, just uh, he still has a little bit of the. He needs to get the Lion. Uh, he needs to get stank the Lions stank off of him, and it could happen legit week he one. He needs to call up Ryan Tannehill. I would not be surprised if week one he just blows up and gets like 400 yards and three TDs like right away. I would take a victory lap on Cam Akers so fast. Oh, that would be amazing. He would be our dud of the week. I would, I, he'll be one of those guys that he's going to be, uh, be on the hot best. seat for getting being duds of the week. Then how the Jonathan Taylor effect where you're just wrong. Hey, for eight weeks, Alex, he'll do. <laughs> you can't take those eight weeks from matter what you do you can't take the week one not happiness thing Mac got hurt but like <laughs> oh it was definitely happiness <laughs> i mean you were like my dreams came true i told you i told you you don't doubt the dreams man yeah so i don't really think there's much else um we really had to talk about quarterback rankings i think james winston we're all still kind of like no one wants to commit to him being the number one guy yet I still, th- I, I still think it's Taysom. I, I, I'm still. Scotty still forgets that part. <laughs> I don't think. I definitely think it's Taysom. I don't think it's. Well, I'm not saying it. I'm leaning it's, Jameis. I'm leaning Taysom. I'm Jameis because I want it to be Scotty. I lean Taysom because they actually went to him last season. So they went to him last. I think what they did That's though is they. Pick, though. Yeah, I think they went the safer route with it because I think they wanted to make sure they. And do you the think backup. they want it to be a dumpster fire the first year after Drew Brees? Yeah, but do you see what their team looked like with? Like Taysom is a quarterback. It yeah, was do you not you notice how they lost half their team? Right. So. Here's, here's the thing though: if they get behind with Taysom Hill, the game's over. I mean, they have that, Kamara. The, the game's over. Yeah, no. the I game's mean, over if they get behind with Taysom Hill. That's the only issue with just having Taysom Hill. I mean, it's kind of like a Lamar Light effect. He his running yeah, with the ball makes them unpredictable. The he's not going to get to a it, but it was pretty. I'm not saying he's going to. That's why I said like. Yeah, <laughs> emphasis the white and light version. What did he even <laughs> average his throws? In general, and then and, okay. and then once you do that, look up the rushing. So uh, the Ryan uh, he does not need any stats in. So we have a whole thing of stats, don't we? Yeah, I'm not putting Taysom Hill on his wow. stats. In. Wow, really? After oh, man, I want to make a bet about Jameis, but I'm not. I'm not confident enough. So I mean, I'm not either. Okay, now he had two games. He had two games in there where he did throw 37 and 38. Didn't get over 300 yards. Wait, 37, 38, what? Attempts. Okay. Over that. I was just like, the first first game with him was twenty three, the next was sixteen, and then it was thirty seven, thirty eight. But that was also against Atlanta and Philly. So like, 
I mean, when he was the starter, he was QB7, QB14, QB7, QB14. That does not mean... Yeah, no, running back, I mean, the running-wise was fine. good there, too. I'm not saying he's bad. Yeah, it's I know. But I'm just thinking that I'm team he was playing against was not, like, a killer team. That like They were fine against the Atlanta last year. It was so easy to score on them. So Philly was oh, almost the same Den- thing. The Denver game was without a quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that game doesn't count. So well, he was a QB14, you know. It was Kamara week. <laughs> no, I think I that think was Murray. Like I think it was just Murray that week. Because Kamara didn't do that good with Taysom. He did after, uh, like, the first two or two three weeks. weeks. Once yeah. I declared him dead, he did really good there for, like, two weeks. <laughs> so, but that's kind of where I think there's a little more explosiveness. And I think they still want to use Taysom Hill as, like, they want to throw some gadget plays in with him. So, I think we're going to see a lot of gadget plays with him. But I think that – I oh, think boy. it's going to be um, Jameis Winston. Over there, yeah, I'm not confident. But that's the thing—you have to wait, and if that thing's never said, if it's never brought up, you can't draft either of them. Yeah, I mean, I would take, I would take like a 16th round flyer on Taysom, because then if not, you just cut him and get the first waiver guy. The longer it goes, I think the more it's going to be Taysom. Like the closer you get, but if they just, they have to announce James today (laughs) if it's going to be James. Yeah, well, just keep an eye on that. I just don't think if if they get down in games, they're not going to draft a Taysom. So it's like they're not going to. Like, he's not going to win them that many games by himself. And they need somebody. I think Sean Payton can keep him in games soon well enough. Right, but it's not all the time. But I also think if if he worked with Jameis Winston to limit some of the inner turnover and stuff like that, Jameis is the way to go. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be an interesting one to kind of pay attention to when the season kind of goes into place. So I think either way they're going to be, like I said, probably this step (laughs) 14. I think where we have them right now is like 14, 15. I think either of them can really still finish in that range. Um, kind of being the more of the streamer quarterback of the week, but I don't see it being a situation where I'm like I'm gonna feel super confident starting either of them realistically. Jameis, I feel a little bit on the higher side of it. I, I would feel comfortable. I, feel I would feel confident either of them. Yeah. So if like, the guys will be top twelve, I'd rather have them than Stafford. I'd say top fifteen. I don't know for I'd sure. Top Stafford or Taysom or Winston. Like, like or uh, just combo. Just Stafford. No, I'll go Stafford for sure. So. I'll go Stafford too. <laughs> you get shook. <laughs> I do have one quick question Two. on the quarterbacks. If you had to draft a rookie quarterback, which one are you picking? Well, I mean, it's just it's two. pretty much straight up right now. I mean, it's just I'm oh, I'm only gonna be looking at Trevor Lawrence right now. I don't know. Well, right now, Justin. I think Fields we're gonna have three separate answers. Justin Fields hasn't been Justin announced Fields as isn't a starter. The starter I would yet? Say Justin Fields. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence technically also isn't the starter. So that's true, but there's a big <laughs> difference. There's a big difference. There's there. not, though. Yeah. And I'm just saying, if, if, if uh, something happens to Jimmy G, I think I'm going to be pretty in on Trey Lance. I mean, yeah, 100%, but I don't I, – I view it as, like, if Jimmy G – unless they trade him. But, like, if Jimmy G's on the team, Jimmy G's going to start. If it's, like, they're not unhappy with his play, they're unhappy with his injury. If his, if his not playing is what they're unhappy with. So it's, like, that's the thing. Yeah, so, but like, I, I would take the upside him. with Trey Lance just as a flyer. Not until, until he's, like – I'm just gonna see what the see what the internet says right now about uh the Bears start week one starting quarterback. I mean, I mean, Matt Nagy's gonna say Nagy's has well. said this entire time it's Dalton, but you know it's gonna be a quick. I think it's gonna be a quick little. Oh yeah, it's not. Gonna, I, I think it's gonna be a quick fix. If Dalton, like, so there's if that, Dalton struggles then, with for two weeks, Fields is going in. If Dalton sneezes in a pregame. Oh, I, if we're gonna talk about if Justin Fields is gonna be in the be starting week three, I would take that bet. By week three for sure, I feel. What if Trey Lance is starting week? Five. I mean, that's gonna be. They'll. I can see him getting ready to pull. I don't think pull they're not gonna that. pull Jimmy G. He's just going to get injured, like, and then not get his job back. Like Jimmy G is not like he's not a bad quarterback. They went to the Super Bowl when he was on the helm, and then sucked 
every other time he's not a backup. So, like, so yeah, and then they fixed it with a first round quarterback. I don't know about fixed it. They're just hedging their bets until next year when Trey Lance is either the starter or this year when they trade Jimmy G. If they trade Jimmy G. So I think when they trade Jimmy G. Yeah, if it's a yeah. dynasty league, I'm lean, I would lean a little bit more towards uh, Trey Lance. I would potentially Mac Jones too, but like, no, I don't get out of here. <laughs> that is such a douchey answer for so. a guy who hates Tom Brady. So yeah, but I, that's the whole reason I, that I liked uh, Bill Belichick, and I don't really hate Tom Brady. I just don't you have him. You hate Tom Brady. Stop. Shut up. You. <laughs> I say he's the second greatest quarterback of all time. That's like you guys saying, like, man, I drafted Calvin Ridley five over four, and he's like, right. oh man, this guy hates. Well, this guy. Th- no, 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 no. We're not talking fantasy. We're talking real life. So, yeah. So everyone has their own. Just because Tom Brady has beaten him countless times, went to his division the first year, <laughs> beat him, and went to the Super Bowl. You know. So, MCL. Yeah, I think that was brought up late. I think that was fake news. It was? No, it was not. Google just said ACL. <laughs> I think that was fake news. But, no, moving on from that, I don't really think – I don't really like the, the rookie quarterback. Uh, I don't really love the rookie quarterback situation right now. Just the teams that they're on, it's just not – running no. in quarterback two. What? You ignore running, and that's what you're Kyler Murray or something crap quarterback two. So, well, no, I mean, there's just – yeah, Justin Fields, I just don't – I still don't trust the – I. Ohio State quarterbacks is not – I don't know. Me You've up. heard your fake, fake take of it. So, it's, it's been true so far. So once no, I see it's it been happen, one quarterback. Yeah, they've, really, so, they've had one guy. Two. Yeah, Jamir Barnes for like 10 years. It's been one. Now you got – um, is it, yeah, Terrell Pryor and – Not drafted uh, in the first round. Not drafted so, to be – He was not drafted to be a quarterback. So, I don't – I want to see it. If I see it, I will admit I'm wrong right now. But until I see it, that's like I'm staying away from it. The next quarterback for Messiah is going to come from Ohio State, and Scotty's going to be like, he goes to Ohio State. So, <laughs> no. It happens, it happens, but I just don't see it. The next Trevor Lawrence so, goes to Ohio State. I see. don't buy it. So We'll see. We'll see what happens. If it has, Justin Fields has to prove himself, or if he proves himself, I'm willing to change my take on it, and we'll go from there. And that is, uh, that's Bold all I got on that. But, <laughs> all right, so let's go on to ADP now. Over. <laughs> that's the show. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, Flip so yeah. the table. We're out. So yeah, ADP. Um, honestly, I don't really think there's really much to talk about for the first couple picks. I mean, it's McCaffrey, it's Cook, Henry, the Kamara, first round of Barkley. Henry's pretty high. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. That's you're such, also way, it's not a you're way big deal about it being. No, I'm not. But I mean, you should definitely take tomorrow over Henry. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not. But it's not a huge deal saying whether he's going like three. I mean, if you say three and five, like I don't think you're going wrong. I think after you go, I said I like. I, I personally like Kamara over Cook still, so but I'm still going McCaffrey, Kamara, Cook, and then it's gonna be. You were the only person with that. Go take. next. It's gonna. I mean, you Besides saw you it, last year was amazing year too. I think it's still gonna be. They're gonna run the offense through him. Yeah, but he's so never. He Cook. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, but I can guarantee you. I can. I feel. And you can't guarantee it with Cook. But because we've seen it for three years with Cook. Cook, so Cook, Cook has been good. <laughs> so, but if you go to, I mean, Kamara got him last year, so. No one, no one believed that last year. Yeah, now year. Drew Brees is gone. Oh, hold on. Oh, so Kamara got him on a six-touchdown performance. Christmas, he ruined Christmas for half of America. That was awesome, by the way. If I would I would have been crying in my Uncle Sam's basement if I was playing against Kamara that day. So, but. Let's do the takeaway best and worst game for, and we'll see how it ends up. So, the takeaway best worst game, I mean, it can be there, but that game is the I mean, it's 60-some-odd points away from Kamara. Yeah, it's fair, but I, it doesn't matter. He still beat. He still beat him by. He still got him by like twenty. It was a twenty-one points. So the average, the points per game was the same. The points uh, he beat him in points per game. 
So that's fair. You can take away the sixty, but you're gonna take away some points from him too. If you're gonna take a high highest game for him. Who played four games last week? Uh, Kamara played one more game. So it was like twenty one points. But um, yeah, what's his highest at? His highest was a four. Uh, there was a boy. That's even higher than that. Cook had a forty uh forty seven point six point game. So yeah, probably there's a twenty point. So like right now they're basically right in the same spot. So we're gonna talk about the same thing. It's all right there anyway. So, but yeah, it doesn't matter if I. You're not. I'm not. There's really nothing wrong with. This all I know is I want to be the third pick and him be second, so I get Dalvin Cook. That's all I know. <laughs> I That's agree. perfect. There's just fun. less question there. I, I get with the. I get the. There's a lot thing. more questions with Cook. He still hasn't got there's the full not, year. No, there's not. There's not. He's not got the full year in there yet. He could, he's yeah, he gets 15 to. games. He's 14, 15 games the rest of his career. There is not a question mark. We gotta see. If you have to put him, I uh, know replacement for him one week. For the next five years, I'm like, I'll take it. Give him, give him to me in Dynasty. I will find one replacement a week. So for the whole year. So, but now I still like, I still like Kamara more. We're all there. I think that's just where the yeah. We know go. you said that like four times already. So, yeah, but you guys are saying that same thing too with him. Yeah, because we have different opinions. You're just like, yeah, but you should listen to me. <laughs> no, I'm saying it does not matter who you guys take there overall. Like I said, it does not matter one bit there. I mean, I'm it matters because you should take Kamara. <laughs> Kamara has played no. one more game in the last two years. Just so you know, just one more. Yeah, yeah, he did get he did get injured that last year. Yeah, and probably the year before. Kamara's had injury issues. So, was it long term like that? Yeah. Eh, I don't buy that. Okay, just ignore it. Don't buy it. I'm, I'm pulling it up. Yeah, 16, 15, 14, 15. I just don't see how you go from like Drew Brees retiring and the offense taking a very much change and be like, oh yeah, he's for sure gonna beat Cook, who has the entire same team and upgrade offensive line around. Okay, that's that's the only thing where I, I'm questioning. It's the only reason because I would want him at three because it's just like this much more questionable. That's about it. Yeah, well, like we're splitting hairs here, but it's like yeah, Dalvin yeah. Cook has given us no reason to doubt he, what he could do. And he's gonna get more touches per game. So yeah, but he's also has not had that. Yeah. It's been a four, eleven, fourteen, and fourteen for him. Yeah, I'll take fourteen and fourteen. So, <laughs> but yeah, until that last yeah, until that about, week what? is the play until that week is the play of the. But what about p- points per game? But then so. I already got to the points per game. He got him. Yeah, he got him. Yeah. points per game. That's usually like King Ola, isn't it? Points per game. Yeah, you you talk I about points per game the mo- <laughs> more than anybody else I know. So, but and I, yet when they're used against you, you're like, oh, don't look there. at him. You don't can pay legit attention. take anything there. I said he had higher points per game there. <laughs> I said he had higher points per game there. But I still think this new team with this. Uh, I think the offense is definitely going to be running through Kamara just as much as going to be running through Cook. It's not though. Like their touches are not going to be close. So, I mean, you also get a hundred targets from Kamara. Yeah, and Dalvin Cook get will like get 80. 80. <laughs> so With like 100 more carries. What was it? So Kamara got – or Cook got 54 targets last year. 54. He hasn't got above – 63 is his highest. How many receptions? So he had 44. So Kamara doubled that last year. Almost doubled it. It was like 83, I think it was. So I wanted to have someone else pull up that stat while I have this one up so I can kind of just keep going. Get some of the awards. Yeah, but there's like 150 more to go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, the carries is definitely gonna be up. The carries is definitely up more. So, but yeah, the yeah, rushing the, yards is like seven ninety to eleven hundred and nine hundred to fifteen hundred. Or that might be total yards. It's one of the two. No, that's the rushing yards. I was gonna say that shouldn't be total yards. That's rushing yards. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah like, like total yards is still not that close because then reception yards. Uh, Kamara has literally twenty more than the year before, and then he had four hundred more last year. So I can't say that about either. So the year before, uh, Devin Cook had 50-something, and Kamara was at another, what was that, 80, and he had, like, 20 more yards. Yep. 
So it's like that. that that was it, no, it is very comparable. I'm not like, saying if anybody if Kamara. anybody takes Cook over Kamara, I'm not like That's there's correct. nothing. I don't even <laughs> think if you take Henry, I could say you someone taking Henry second overall. I'm not even upset about any of that. Uh, I mean, as long as I'm because you want consistent, you want just the consistency factor too. If you want to put wait no, you want no headaches at all. It's Henry's the guy. Man, remember when Sky Henry, said we were going to argue at the Henry top of the there's going to be like a couple of games where he's just not there. But then there's going to be games that is there. I think it's the end of the year. Yeah, that but I that's think not consistency. So, but no, he's still <laughs> his inconsistent part is going to be like he got you his maybe like fifteen. Is going to be how consistent he, he is. got you fifteen points. Like it's not like an inconsistent where it's you're going to get like a zero. So, but so we basically I don't think this top part was I didn't think this top part was going to be that big of an argument. Like I said, <laughs> then you just had to bring up Kamara. So he just had to be wrong. So that's just I mean that's not wrong. <laughs> We said it no, last year. You guys had him too. You're like, there's no chance he beats him, and he beat him. So like, yeah, out of injury. So I mean, you play one, only one more game. So I was like, that, I mean, that's yeah, the case points there. per game. Dalvin Cook beat him. Did get him there. Exactly. Yes, that's the whole thing so. we're talking about. If you go back to last year, we definitely said points per game. <laughs> so but no, we I didn't say Scotty said it for sure. The point two, <laughs> the point two situation does not matter. Um, Thanks for the team. <laughs> So, but yeah, so then there's that there. We have, and I think basically with um, Bar- the Barkley, Zeke, and Chubb kind of next, and, and Jonathan Taylor in there too, but a little skeptical behind him. But that's it's kind of what tier. you want to get. That's the next tier, guys. Yeah, yeah, if you want the next tier here. And then that's essentially like, do you want, I think Barkley, highest upside, best chance of any of those running backs becoming number one. Um, yeah. Then it's like, do you want, I think that, I think Zeke's probably the next safest pick there. It's Zeke or Chubb there next safest, and then safest or most like like to be like high finish or like what do you mean? Like you're talking about like because like top I would assume the next upside is Nick Chubb anyway. Next highest upside. Yeah, I honestly I don't you know can how much I, high, I can you could say that up. I can flip a coin between Zeke and Chubb, and I could see them finishing the exact same. Like if you want to say the, it's gonna be pretty close. Yeah, like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't think it matters but there Chubb's with that one. Depends on who you like more. Said so if you want, yeah. in that situation you want to go. The team's with more dedicated Chubb, to running. So I don't really care that that one I think is interchangeable too. Well, all these are interchangeable, like I said. There's that, and then Barkley just has the upside there. So it's like, hey, do I think I'm need some points here to save the day, or can I just get away with going this consistency? Yeah, because I'm gonna go the other. Because Zeke has more like scoring opportunities, but the team's gonna focus more with Nick Chubb. So that's the only other point I have to sit there. Um. So yeah, and then that's there. Then Jonathan Taylor, I keep fluctuating on him. I don't even know what, how I feel about him. I definitely want him as a running back, I, I guess, would, but I'll be happy if I get in the ninth. Me, but I'm not, like, reaching. Yeah, like, if you're nine and he falls there, it's pretty sweet, but, like, yeah. when you're at six, it's like, man, Nick Chubb and there's Zeke and there's yeah, I'm not. If I'm, in the middle, if I'm in the middle of the first round, I am not picking Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, it's like, it's just scary. I love Jonathan Taylor, too, but it's just scary. Yeah, yeah I think nine or ten is where I'm grabbing him. Like, so said, you gotta I just, go before you take a wide receiver. Imaginary world where uh, Aaron Rodgers so uh, Eckler, Eckler has to go before I pick a wide receiver. Really? Oh, you're low now. Bro. Whoa. You would take him over Adams or Hill? Yeah. Oh my goodness Even gracious. That's I want the running back. I want the running back for sure there. So, uh, so you're definitely, so yeah, you're but see, done. like you can just wait two more picks and then get another one. There's no there's no chance like Adams or Hill would make it to the second round. You have a chance of getting Eckler in the second. This is already in the tenth round. I'm picking all running backs saying, first. Like, uh, for, yeah. First ten picks are all he's running backs. For me. All oh, the first round is gonna yeah. be a running back for me. <laughs> oh, okay. 
that's just where I'm at. I'm making sure I got that. Cause I think after Eckler, I see like the jump starts getting. I start getting a little bit more and more scared on that. That's that Cam Akers again. <laughs> so yeah, that's <laughs> Cam Akers. And like, I don't want. I, I I want Gibson this year for sure, but I also don't want Gibson to be my number one bet. That's where I'm a little bit cautious about him just being my number one bet. Would you like him or Cam Akers more as your one? I'd rather. I would still rather have Gibson in front of one over Cam Akers. I think you got to lead with. You gotta lead with a running back. You gotta lead with a running back, basically. To me, like if you go two and two, but if you lead with a running back, it's strong. Because you can get like David Montgomery in the fourth, <laughs> and even Miles Gaskin falls because he's a starter. Yeah, he's like, he's falling later in the draft though. Miles Gaskin's like my fifth too, which is wild. But Hopkins, Hopkins fell to me in a pretty cool spot today. He fell almost like at the end of the second. Like, well, actually, at the end of the second, I was like, I don't know how realistic that is, but I am psyched about that. Like, I'm not as high as Scotty is on him, but, like, I'm still pretty high on Deion Jackson. So the last running back you would take before wide receiver is Gibson? Is that correct? No, I would take a wide receiver before Gibson. No, he's saying, like, he's saying, I think he's saying Eckler at 10. So Eckler's your last guy you'll take? Yeah, yeah. If, it was a tw- if this is a 12-person draft, it says I have to change up styles a little bit on it. But if it's this is a 10-person draft, like, that's kind of how we base we, we base everything off of right now. I'm picking a, wide, a running back in that first 10 picks, and then it said, I mean— Realistically, I mean, if I can say Eckler 11, like, if I pick a wide receiver before him, like, it's the same concept, but right. that, mm-hmm. the 10-11 pick doesn't matter there. And then I'm going with – I'm going Eckler, basically. i got to make sure I get those 10 and then kind of go from there. So, like, the last – the running backs – before I take Adams or Hill, I would probably – Aaron Jones probably be the last guy on this list we're looking at. And then after that, I'm probably picking the wide receiver. Because I like – I love Eckler this year. He's just not on that same tier as Aaron Jones to me. <laughs> um, if if Aaron Rodgers is back, I would probably have to go after Aaron Jones too. But like, once you get to like Jonathan Taylor, like, well, I would definitely take Aaron. I'd take Aaron Jones over like a lot of the guys above them if Aaron Rodgers is back. So that's the other issue in my argument. Yeah, but it's like once like if it's between Jonathan Taylor and Tyreek Hill, I start going. I don't know who to pick. Yeah, Aaron Jones RB nine off the board right now. Yeah, but like I'm really high on Aaron. I know, <laughs> so I know. I, but like, so after the first nine running backs, you would take. Yeah, I'd be taking Hill. Yeah. So. Tough. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's probably the spot. You can, yeah, it's probably you have to grab him there if you're gonna go for it. Go for it. And that is kind of the big. That is one of the starts the jump is. But some of these third and fourth round wide receivers that are popping up are like, how do you pass up on this deal? They're, They're awesome. such bargain deals. They are now. amazing. So another that's reason my thought, I agree it. with your running backs. I don't know if – it'd be hard for me to pull the trigger on Eckler over, like, Hills or Adams. Adams. That's the situation you can get them both. That's where you kind of get – you basically go Eckler yeah. and Hill. Because you're, no you're yeah. not going to go wide receiver, wide receiver in this situation. So the situation mm-hmm. – now, now imagine if it goes, say you, oh, you're that the, would be That would be a sexy say combo. Say you're the eighth pick. You're the eighth pick right now. So we got <laughs> eighth pick. So we got everyone going. I'm just going to put this into my perspective where I have it right now. So then Jonathan Taylor is the next running back up. So you have Jonathan Taylor available – and Austin Eckler that are kind of on the higher side of the ADP, then there you basically can pick. So where are you going in that eighth? Where are you going in that? I guess I should have the eighth pick. Where are you going? What, what? Well, let's say let's say in this situation, no Rodgers. So we take away Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams. Okay. So yeah. no Rodgers in that situation. I think we're both they're kind of out of like that early first or early uh, late first early second. I think I think so. Jones Jones maybe not maybe Jones not but. Probably, you know, at just, the moment, sure. We'll right. just so say that. So you're the eighth pick overall. You're the um, eighth pick overall. Chubb's gone. So now you have your choices are Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, and you can go with your top wide receivers or Travis Kelsey. Like, where are you grabbing there right now? 
I would still probably pick Taylor there. Okay. I'd be yeah. pretty stoked. I'd be yeah. pretty stoked about a Taylor Eckler combination and yeah. then just swing around and hope to get like like in this draft I got Keenan Allen and Michael Thomas like in the third and fourth and it's like if I could swing back around and get those like two guys like that. I'm pretty stupid. I do like that combo there, which could potentially happen. That is a PPR monster. If if Jonathan Taylor can fall to the ninth pick and I grab Jonathan Taylor and then someone goes wide receiver, wide receiver and leaves Eckler on the board for me to swing, that'd be awesome. There's plenty of guys, though. Like, I mean, he could still take, like, there's Joe Mixon, there's there's a couple rookies. There's Gibson, there's Akers. Joe Mixon's going. not going to go every time in that spot. Right, right. People are going to be. Eckler has been a. High second, high middle second round pick. Yeah, he's fourteenth overall ADP right now. Yeah. yeah. So, like, so and then but Mixon is twenty. So like he's swinging all the way back. So like if I could have the sixth pick and get Eckler, uh, on the way back, I'd be like I would love that. Nick yeah, Jones. I don't Nick see Jones that Jones happening in most leagues. It, it could, it could stretch. I just don't see it happening. He went one spot before that in this draft. I so right before that six, so he went the seventh overall. So like yeah. yeah, I still think that's starting to push it. But then I still like that too. wheel pick. You get that fifth pick. Yeah. You can pair up any of these guys with. In this situation, you can pair up any of these guys with um, Cam Akers, Mixon, and Gip- or Gibson in that situation. Or if you even want to go and grab um, uh, Clyde in this one. Yeah, yeah I love the third round. When you come back around, there's all those. There's so many second-year or rookie running backs where you can just go, thank you. Like, I am a huge fan of it. Well, then there's Joe Mixon. Not really either of those two. But, <laughs> you know, he's there. <laughs> No, Joe Mixon's like the guy that you just love to have, and then you hate when you have him. It's like I have to get him. I don't know why he just looks so tempting. I was gonna say it's gone. It's gone. It's been Scotty, then it's been me, and now it's your turn. I call the contagion. It's so hard. It's just like Joe Mixon is crazy. So (laughs) basically, but he has some upside with it too. (laughs) So like that's the thing. Like it's it's always there with there, but um. So kind of going through. So we got the first round. You're saying basically. The ninth and tenth, ninth and tenth pick is basically the only spots you're thinking about grabbing a wide receiver here, and then you're never doubling up, correct? If I go, no, not that because too many players are going to go before you get the pick again. So like, what happens if you? you so if you went the ninth pick, if you went the ninth pick right now, and we have all the running backs gone that I said all the way down to Jonathan Taylor, then you go, you or I guess none of them can't go back out. So I guess yeah, Jonathan Taylor. So you're gonna go Jonathan Taylor, then wait a pick, then you're gonna be able to grab either Adams or Diggs, basically, or Adam or Hill or Diggs or anyone in that like, situation. So the running backs based off this that you should theoretically have options are are Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, Miles Sanders, Chris Carson. At the if you go wide receiver, wide receiver, that's your RB one options. Oh, if you go wide receiver, wide receiver. Lazy. Yes. I was about to say on this, Clyde went in the third in this one, and then. Chris Carson went in the fourth in this one. So I was like, if you could go Tyreek Hill. Um, Adams. Adams went before that. I was going to Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, and then Clyde Edwards, uh, Eclair, <laughs> and Chris Carson. Like, how do you feel about that? Say those names again. Tyreek Hill, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Clyde Edwards, and Chris Carson. That's fine. I don't hate that. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, that. I don't, I don't really love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, there's a lot of stipulations to get to that part. Is the only issue. I would much rather go running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, running back. I don't even know if you guys would love that situation too. You guys are a big guys and saying you guys don't like the running back and wide receiver on the same team. I know this is the Chiefs in this situation, but yeah. I was gonna say the Chiefs, Chiefs. is fine. Chiefs, Chiefs is fine. <laughs> Chiefs is cheat code. But but yeah, then situation situation. But <laughs> no, I just wanted to see kind of what that that thought was there with that. So. 
Yeah, I think I need to have I need to get the wide receiver in the first round. Oh, I need or a running back in the first round. If I'm gonna potentially take a risk and grab a wide receiver early in that ninth pick, and then hope one of the running backs falls to me in the back uh, to swing around, I'll be good. But I'm probably stretching that situation. I said I don't want Gibson to be my number one, but I'm stretching to grab Gibson if Eckler and um, Jonathan Taylor are both gone by the time I get back into the eleventh pick. See, I don't see myself drafting for the twelfth. I don't see myself drafting a wide receiver unless, like, I have a top four or five pick. Because these wide receivers, like, DeAndre Hopkins, I like him. I'm not as bullish as you guys are on him. Then there's DK. Then you get to Calvin Ridley, Harry J. Brown, that go in, like, picks 22, 23. And I'm like, all right, this is more of my speed. This is more of Justin Jefferson. Like, I like those oh, yeah. three. At I, the I end of the second, top of the third. A lot more than, like, grabbing a... Hopkins or Metcalf. Yeah, I like I like Hopkins in the situation too, where I'm I'm high on him. So if I was grabbing a wide receiver, I still probably would grab I would still grab him early. But if he would just be one of those guys where I already get my I get my fourth pick overall, and I get I can get uh, Kamara, I can get Zeke, I get Barkley in that situation, and then I get to pair him up with Hopkins. There's a good chance I'm doing that, but he's going right next to Gibson. So I was like, I basically have to make the, the decision <laughs> right there of who I like more. And who do you love? <laughs> it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough split right now. I might need to get a split jersey. Oh, that'd be good. Oh my god, that'd be unreal. But so we're gonna keep swinging around here. So, <laughs> all right, so we kind of got what the first two rounds are right now. So it's essentially it seems like we're still mostly leading, trying to get do a running back, running back situation. But if you're towards the end, you're grabbing that wide receiver. So so low. So like. Kyle Pitts on this one, what we just looked at, is, like, way lower. Like, he's, like, 90. <laughs> he's really low on what we just looked at. Or was it pro football or whatever? Mm-hmm. He's uh, 66 he's right 66. now. That's always good. It's crazy to me. Like, he keeps going, like, the fifth round in the drafts I keep doing, and it is frustrating. I don't want him on my team, but it's, like, it is insane that I can't even have, like, sniff him. Like, I can't even think about him being on my team. <laughs> I might. If it's a sixth or seventh, I'm probably going to. Take a shot on him. Let's see where he went. See, I hate spot. that because I'm always just like grab the top three or ignore the position. That's what I was about to say. That's, <laughs> that is like such a spot where it's like I don't know if we want to do that. <laughs> like around him or is it? Uh, him? no, I could. I mean, I guess I can see if you're taking trying to take the upside there because right now where Kyle Pitts went in this one, no um, you basically get, you can go either quarterback in this situation, but if you're not going quarterback, you got DJ Moore, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, yeah. Mike Davis, Cream Hunt. Mark Andrews, Tyler Lockett, so it's not really that crazy to say I want to take a risk there in that round. That sixth round is kind of a, a round where you can take that risk in. Yeah, because looking at this list, it's around him, Mike Davis, Mostert, Gordon, OBJ, Ronald Jones, ATN. I'm like, I don't want any of those dudes. I'll take the shot on Pitts. Like, I don't want... always hating Mike Davis. Like, <laughs> see, I don't mind Mike Davis, though, especially if you're, like, not... Yeah, if you need a running back, I don't hate it, but, like... You know, hopefully, by that point, I project to have at least two running backs, maybe three, on my roster by that point. So, according to you, yeah, projecting. You don't know. <laughs> we'll see. So, but yeah, that's in that kind of weird spot there where you can take that upside. But I think if he starts trending up, oh, he's he going to be way higher. Than if he this starts going time. a little bit more, if he starts going up and up and up, and then he starts getting into like the fifth round, like I said, there's no chance. Looks like yeah, I'm not taking. I'm taking something. God went over him. I'm, I obviously oh, taking Mari Cooper, um, and CD Lamb. I'm taking oh, over him. Round or yeah, I'm just trying to see when the fifth round where it starts falling. But 
was going to say, those names are nowhere near Pitts on this list. Would you take Javante Williams or Pitts? <sighs> yeah, that's right, because who loves Javante Williams? It's not even my loves, it's just... I know, but you love him. I feel like that should be an obvious decision. And what would you pick? I mean, that's that's been all day I'm picking Pitts <laughs> in this situation. Man, you love Melvin Gordon this year, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's not that, it's just I feel... There's a, I think there's a little bit more upside with Pitts than there is with... But you hate Matt Ryan. I know. That's, it's, it's, it is contradictory. <laughs> Pitts is Julio Jones. It is contradictory. <laughs> <laughs> but that's no, the I, thing that's there. If Kyle Pitts does turn into that, it's like, oh, crap. See, I think Javante has upside. It's just like if the He's Broncos are a dumpster fire, it's like I don't. that's going to cap Javante's upside. He's so. going to be a killer flex play. <sighs> Would be. Uh, <laughs> I'd have to look at the – it depends who I have on my team. If I need upside in the position, I'll go Williams. If I feel if I go top three all running backs, I'm taking Pitts. So see now I would feel the opposite of that. If I went three, if I went three, <laughs> what? Run, if I went three what? running backs there, I'm gonna take that fourth guy with what? that up, that crazy upside there and having another guy. Like that's what I like having. I like having that fourth that if you get that fourth great option there, it'd be awesome there. This is stupid. <laughs> I think if I had just have my two if I just have two running backs, I don't wanna take him as I'll take Well, I'm also I'm also taking um Mike Davis over any of those guys, so in this situation, so that's round comes up. Wait, that's say those names that you would take Mike Davis over. Pitts and um, Javante. Yeah, Javante. Oh, well, and Etienne. I mean, you want to put it in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically above Williams on this list, we just are like. <laughs> it's just I'd like to meet the person who doesn't. Well, I mean, it's fair, but also. Well, no. so is Ronald Jones above him too, and I'm yeah, I'm still taking. <laughs> I'll take the risk over. I'll, I'll take the risk there. I'm not. Dude, who's on that list? Leonard Fournette's all nice and low. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Don't even. I mean, I'm taking Etienne and Javante over uh, Leonard Fournette. Ronald Jones or uh, Ronald Jones or Leonard Fournette. I just I'm sticking away from both of them. So like, but <laughs> no, like, if you I'm have to pick one. one. Oh, if I'm picking one, you know I'm sticking with Leonard Fournette. <laughs> it does not matter where they finish. It does not matter where they finish. If I have to pick one, I am picking Leonard Fournette, and just hoping that I grab someone else later that I don't have to play him. <laughs> like that's kind of where it's going on there. That's but fair. I'm picking. I'm picking my guy. That's the glory part. Where are you picking Kelsey? Uh, Kelsey, I mean, I've thought about him in the wheel pick. I've been, I keep going back and forth. If that would be the guy, I'd probably grab Kelsey in the wheel over one of the wide receivers. I'd rather just grab the tight end and just be done with tight end positions. But I also like Logan Thomas late, so I like some of the later picks of tight ends. So, but I think I'm just out on I've, Kelsey. Like, not that he's gonna be bad. I'm just out on me picking him. <laughs> if I got the tenth pick three times in a row, Kelsey's on my team once. He's on my team thirty-three percent of the time. Good math. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing stuff out there. I just, I, it would be difficult I, to not pick him the third time. I'll yeah. say that. I, I will say I like him on the wheel, but if I if you can guarantee me he's like the third pick of the second round, I feel way more comfortable with that because most of the running backs are probably gone by then. Yeah, I'd 100% pick, take him there. Yeah. yeah. So it, put a gun to my head, it's going to be a difficult decision to be like, yeah, give me Kelsey automatically, but also it's Travis Kelsey, and he's awesome. So. <laughs> Because you could either get him there or get George Kittle in the middle of the third or Waller at the end of the third. See, that Waller makes me real interested. Yeah, the wheel, Waller at the end of the third, that can, I didn't know he was going right there. <laughs> Betty's vultures got sultry. Betty's <laughs> mood is not good. Yeah, that, that would be an interesting pick there. I actually don't. Oh, that's a really good <laughs> one. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it just ruined Betty's day. As you say, 
Scotty's now just like, I'm out on Kelsey. I don't care. <laughs> so what I'm thinking about before. Bill well, that's like I said. Yeah, that's like a that's the risk play there. But then I guess I guess I don't care. That's actually a good idea. <laughs> he just he's like, I gotta write this down. Like Darren Waller at the end of the third. I gotta write it down. Yeah, I like that because I can still get my running back, running back situation. Then I go, but then it's kind of scary if I go Waller. But then there. you go Waller, and then you could still get Amari Cooper in the fourth, <laughs> or Ceedee um, Lamb, or Chris Godwin, or or all these wide receivers Allen. that are amazing. Keenan Allen's going in the fourth. Mm-hmm. He's a th- he's thirty third off the board, so he's top of the fourth. Yeah, yeah, I got him in the. F- I got him. I got him. Yeah, I got him at thirty. He's yeah, three, four picks ahead of me, so he's a. Yeah, yeah, you can make it happen. Yeah, I don't like that debate. I don't like that. I mean, I'm going Keenan Allen here, but I still don't like that. That's the one I take that's going to have to lose. Like Keenan Allen over Amari Cooper. They're going right next to each other. He's like, oh, crap. I like both of them. But I think Amari Cooper is the worst. Uh, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, but that's what you're looking I'm for. I'm trying you to see who's the worst like, buy. Like every week, week in and week out, Keenan Allen is probably going to be a better play. But like, there is a couple weeks where like it's going to feel bad to not have Amari Cooper. Oh, they both in the same buy. That's what kind of sucks about it. Week 7 buy sucks this year. Honestly, like half my drafts, I like run into like a thousand week seven buys. Like, why is it everybody? And I like you did that going? last year. With yeah, the, I don't understand like why the people practice. I like. I wonder all why the that same keeps people. happening. Because <laughs> you pick the same players every single time. Uh, I don't think so. I picked some of the same. Yeah, last he also year. drafted Ezekiel Elliott. Oh yeah, he's a hate pick. <laughs> um, week eight. Week eight's got a lot of buys too. Just looking at the list a little bit, but yeah. Um. But yeah, no. So yeah, that Waller in the third could be a very nice pick <laughs> there. His life. You know. So yeah, he went third here. So yeah, that would be. Because then the next tight end is Mark Andrews, and he's top of the fifth. I also don't mind watching any tight ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying in this situation, do do do. I'm going back to Waller now. Anyway. No. So yeah, I'm just seeing what this guy has. So he got he went Hill and see this guy went Hill Diggs and then Waller. I'm just not doing that in any situation. And McLaurin. So he didn't get any running back. Man, start. imagine if he was I don't know PPR though. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be crazy. Well, PPR changes this up a lot. PPR I changes up me PPR. not grabbing. A, I'll grab a wide receiver for sure in PPR. Or yeah, or Kelsey in that situation. I feel like Kelsey. That's I, I'm, I'm splitting like, a PPR every time. Yeah, Kelsey. I'm like yeah for sure. Lock it I'm in. Definitely picking Kelsey because I feel like he's going to be super. He because in my eyes that's the two running backs, two wide receivers stuff we're starting with, which is what I'm pretty psyched about right Kelsey's now. Kelsey's like guaranteed eight receptions a game. Yeah, that he's just very safe, and especially in PPR, he gives you a ceiling and just touchdown upside. Some of the best floor in the game, right? And it's like can't argue with that at all. And passing upside. Yeah, especially being his first and then being that wheel kick. It's Consistency and upside is probably what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Nah, I think where yeah, where he's going. I'm looking at this again. I think where he's going. I cannot take Waller. I just don't think it's gonna work <laughs> out in any situation. Because like the first pick, you can. I would need someone to take a wide receiver early. So look, if, if Eckler could follow me, I would consider Waller. If Eckler doesn't follow me, I'm like in a bad spot right now. Because this one, Eckler didn't follow. So those those nine we talked about, and then it'd be like, you either have to go wide receiver, wide receiver, or you have to go with Nash. You basically go. Gibson, Najee Harris, Gibson, Nakers, Gibson, and Joe Mixon, and so wait, why are you out on Waller there then? Because I just don't think you're getting a situation where you're gonna get to go. I think you're gonna need a running back there. I think if you're you gonna start off way too high off with two running backs. If you start, you can't. Get, I don't know if you can get the two running. They said if the two running backs fell in that situation, I would take Waller. If I can't get the two, the, he's the end of the third, right? I don't yeah. like with. Um, so what do you? You're just making up fake things right now. No, no, because end of the third is coming. Like I'm looking at this draft right now. So oh, all those nine we said. Like I said after Eckler. Um, oh, I guess it's Aaron Jones is there too. So yeah, if I get if I can get Eckler in there or Aaron Jones, and then I get a wide receiver and then I get Waller, I'm good. But other than why that, don't you just get Waller and then a wide receiver if you're at that spot? 
Who was in the third? I have to wait till the end third. of the third. Yeah. So you get another pick pretty shortly after. So that guy basically went Jonathan Taylor, Aaron Jones, Darren Waller, Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. Right. No, this guy. This guy. Like I told you, we went. So I'm just seeing who was available left in this draft. Like if I, I know. I'm telling pick. you what the ADP is. Like, you can pick Darren Waller and then swing around and get Michael Thomas or Keenan Allen. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. For sure. But like, I still want to have another. I want another running back in that situation. That that's where the running back thing. So you want kicks three in. running backs? Is what we're discovering. No, I want more than one in this situation. Because if I'm in the wheel pick, I'm probably not going to go running back, running back in that situation. Then if I go Waller, I'm still going to want a wide receiver there. I got you. I got you. Okay. So I think, but yeah, I would so consider it. At the wheel, you're not starting running back, running back at the wheel, and that's why you can't pick Waller. It's, yeah, it goes back to the Because then you're going to want to go running back, wide receiver, then running back, running back. Yes. Okay. All right. That's fair. I yeah. that's a, Or at least a running back in the third. You said in that a lot situation. of words to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a long maze to get there, but we got there. I hate DeAndre Swift value. Because he <laughs> he's going above Miles Sanders, and it's like I definitely want him above Miles. Oh, Sanders. absolutely. But There's like, I still don't really want DeAndre Swift. <laughs> him or hurts. Chris Carson? Like Josh Jacobs or Chris Carson over DeAndre Swift? I understand. I, mean, I yeah. might, I might even do that. That's Chris Carson. He's he's so undervalued. He's criminally undervalued every year. Eventually, he's going to be correctly valued. And like then you're gonna be like, I don't want him. Like he also gets kind of hurt, but it's like he's when he's on your team, he's like. He's exceptional when he's on your team. Like, this is mm-hmm. what it is. Josh Jacobs is above Jandre Swift. I would take Jandre Swift over Josh Jacobs. I, yeah. I think we're, we're, all, we're all in agreement that I don't think Josh Jacobs is going to be on any other teams. Is that correct? Yeah. No. No, he's not agreeing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, but yeah, correct. I, I, yeah. These, I guess if I, really need a, if I really need a running back somehow in the fourth round, maybe. <laughs> I have, if I have one running back going into the fourth round, in the fourth mm-hmm. round, he might be. Josh Jacobs looked a little bit hotter. Yeah, it's not do the you, worst. Cause do you want him or Montgomery? I'd rather have Montgomery. I'd probably go Montgomery. I would too. also go Montgomery. Like that's just actually That's safe. way just, safer. He doesn't have someone who just got paid a bunch of money <laughs> in the backfield with him. But, yeah, so it can get a kind of funky there. I don't know how that's all going to work out. But, yeah, I'm probably staying away from him. But, yeah, I'm going. I want Dobbins over Swift for sure. I'm going to take that yeah. guaranteed. I, I think Swift can beat Dobbins out this year, but like I no. want some safe. I want the well, Dobbins pick. is also going ahead of him. I just think I think Swift would have to have an exceptional year to be terrible. I know he's gonna get he's gonna get a short amount of use because there's no one really else on the team. But like I just feel like he'd have to make he'd have to make so many plays to be like in a positive value. It all it's if Jared Goff cannot be garbage, I think DeAndre Swift has a safe enough ceiling and some upside. If Jared Goff <laughs> is what Sean McVay feared, and that's why they traded him away, then uh, I, not 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 about it. What was that again? <laughs> gross, 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 gross. Is what that was. So all right, um, let's talk about. Let's go into a the quarterback situation. Sure. So where is the thought on kind of how your court your quarterback picks are? I'm taking Ryan Tannehill super freaking late. I'm taking that just keeps happening. I am taking Tom Brady super freaking late. I also like Hurts, but like I, I want to wear these the big guys. They just don't, they don't go in a spot where you can get them. Like it, for me at least, like every time I'm like, all right, I'll look right now. It's like, oh, they just went before me. So it's like well, I'm not taking any risk of me keeping them. It's like Dak and Kyler and Josh Allen already went. It's like, oh, I'm off. Lamar's kind of falling into a weird spot though, honestly. Yeah, and this one, yeah, Lamar went in the sixth. And then Kyler and Dak both went in the fifth. I think we all agree that just stay away from Patrick Mahomes. It's just way too early. It's just so high. It's so hard to commit to that, man. And You have to go <sighs> full in. You have to go full. Like, if you take Tyreek Hill, that's the only way I'll accept you saying you pick Patrick Mahomes. 
than they would with Tom Cruise. And it does, just does not work out that way for any situation. <laughs> for guys in a team. It's difficult. You do have to you do have to sacrifice someone. So yeah, if, if he started to fall, like start falling in that that third round is like you can possibly consider it, but he has to go late third, like for me to be okay. Well, he's probably gonna go with you. So, like yeah, I would yeah. take him. I pick Dobbins in the third. If he would happen to go by Dobbins, yeah, I'm taking him. But that's about it. I don't hate. I don't hate grab in a fifth. I've been go. I go back and forth on it, grabbing like a Kyler, grabbing Dak, and then even Lamar's right there too. I don't. See, Zach's the one guy I'm like, because I believe so much in him, and he's later than the rest of these guys. It's like, if he falls to, like, the sixth, I'm probably taking a shot there. But other than that... I would love to get Dak. Like, I want Dak pretty... I don't know if it's going to end up happening. Yeah. I would love to get Dak. Yeah, I don't hate it in, like, the wheel of the fifth. If I'm in the wheel of the fifth, I kind of like taking... I don't hate taking a quarterback there, but if I don't take a quarterback in the fifth round, I'm not taking a quarterback until... I'll look, start looking again in the eighth, and then if not, it's going to be like the tenth round who's ever available. Yeah, because then, like, if you don't get one of those top guys, it's like quarterbacks nine through 13 are Brady, Jalen Hurts, Tannehill, Stafford, and Burrow, and I am perfectly happy with any of those guys. Yeah. Well, the seventh, I'm starting to look at uh, Herbert, especially yeah, if I have Keenan Allen. I don't think Herbert will be there for you. I got him in the eighth today. So, yeah, I don't see it happening. He's at ADP is like 66, so like I don't know why he fell that far, but thank you. Um, not that it matters, but thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's kind of where I am starting to fall. But I think after basically after the fifth, sixth rounds, like where I'm starting to look at quarterbacks, if I'm liking where my team is, I want to go that quarterback route, going that way. Um, and if not, I'm I'm saving until the I'm saving until the tenth round basically, and I'm gonna grab. That's probably still Stafford. I'm not sure if everyone's available for there, but Stafford, uh, Tannehill, yeah, Brady if he's available, Burrow, like anyone like that. All right, here's a weird spot in the draft. This is from 79 to 82. Juju, David Johnson, Jamar Chase, and DJ Chark. And to me, it feels like one of those does not make it to that. <laughs> and who's that? And I don't even like Jamar Chase. Yeah, baby! Yeah. That group of people. Thank you. I appreciate I that. Was, I was like, man, I would take Jamar Chase over all of those. What guys. if you send it to Cortland Sutton? See, he's, I don't like, I don't like Denver that much. If it's Teddy Bridgewater, I would be a little more open to it because I feel like he'd be a lot safer. Because he's Teddy's just gonna throw the ball to the big guy pretty close. <laughs> like, yeah, but like, I would definitely take Jamar Chase pretty easily over any of those names. Yeah, I like that upside there, especially if I don't have. Yeah, because no one else there really has upside. Like David Johnson could have some volume, but yeah, like I just saw we. That. We talking about lion stank. The Texans are about to have oh, the stank of the century. Yeah, they like might have put up the worst team ever. That's right now. Like they're gonna be competing with the Browns if that if they have who's their starter right now? Is it Tyrod? That's Tom. And then they drafted the quarterback Davis yeah, Mills. That's what I was about to say. So he got it two starter, weeks, and then that's yeah. He'll get stabbed in the lung again. Poor Tyrod. That'll be no, he doesn't get a different injury this time. Like it's always something different. <laughs> Thrown down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Yeah, it gets me worse than what that. <laughs> 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 hey guys, it's a hey. obvious. Hit by car. <laughs> yeah, no, I want that upside there with Jamar Chase for sure. Comparing with Juju, yeah. Like he just stuck out like a sore thumb. But I looked down, I was like, what the yeah. heck? Yeah, now T. Higgins is like only eight spots ahead of him now. So like they're getting to a point where I thought for sure, like you said, Jamar Chase was going to be above him again. It, I think and it is going to it's going to fluctuate still. But yeah, I can see it's it's going to be more of a preference thing in that situation. Situation, I don't. 
really I can see a debate one way or the other because they're both going just so I mean they're going to such a good spot where yeah I haven't even seen it. Higgins ADP is at seventy six. I love where both of them are at. Like it's literally just like if you pick one, I'm like all right, give me the other. I think I've gotten I think I've gotten T Higgins every time and oh, I got him in the seventh. Sorry, guys. I was gonna say eighth. But yeah, so the seventh or eighth round. But yeah, you're gonna go and then Higgins is gone there. I'd be like, well, I'm gonna go with Jamar Chase. Yeah, that's that's what's getting nice is they're close enough now. It's like if someone picks one and you're coming up to him, it's like, oh, just take the other one. One guy that keeps fluctuating is uh, Odell too, and I stay away from Odell pretty early. But like he somehow he floats. Going. I've seen him. I've seen him go the end of the sixth round. So I've seen him go in the eighth round before. Oh my god! So it's like if you show me Odell in the eighth round, I'm like, I can't not do this. I don't even. <laughs> I just it just stares me in the face. Like too I, you have it's to too. Do this. You see the name and it's like he doesn't belong this low, but he. Crazy man, but like kinda he does. But kinda he does. <laughs> his fantasy performance the last couple of years does make him down that low. But his like overall talent, what he has in, what he has in him at any given time is the game breaking ability. So it makes no sense to have a top ten guy. Well, it's just like where did all that play go? Where did all the ability go? Like what happened? I mean, we saw it a couple times. I know, but it's very it's all, with the Browns. It's going to be limited like opportunities for him care, right, but, but, I don't care, but, but still like you can catch seven passes a game and not be a like you can still be good like he hasn't even been able to do that this is the issue you yeah. know what i'm saying like <laughs> he has not been able to be on like be on the field and play at like a high level like he was in the draft mm-hmm. yeah it, it's one of your favorite players it's just tough to watch it's tough to look at i don't hate him but i know you don't like you don't like him, don't like him. <laughs> yeah. you, you like him can we talk about I need. I, I'm gonna bring this up like every show. I feel like. Can we talk about how low Antonio Brown is? I was just looking at him and uh, Curtis Samuel. They're by each other, and they both like. Man, I feel like they're just the forgotten guy on their teams. It, I, I I cannot. I will stress this enough. I will be drafting Antonio Brown so much higher than his ADP to make sure I get him every single time. Because you can plug him in any week. Because it's Tom Brady. It's the Bucks, and they're gonna throw the ball constantly. And he's still Antonio Brown. And I'm pretty sure he did good last year too, didn't he? Yes, he did. Uh, I don't like, have this. Look up the per game here, but like, it's the know. fact that he's just yeah, it's the fact that he's the third option. Like that's but legit. He's not gonna, but he's also your like fourth option on the team, like on your team. That's the thing. Like, no, that's 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 one of the values. I'm saying that's the reason he's so low. Yeah, but both Evans and Godwin are being drafted top twenty, and the third options in the hundreds. Right? Good. Yeah, it still makes sense. Really? Because mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd's the third option. He's gonna draft. Yeah, he like didn't 40. score until the last three weeks of the season. That he was didn't play like the last eight weeks of the season. So he played yeah week yeah nine yeah eight last week eight weeks of the season. And in the la- week seventeen, he got a ton of targets, but that's also against Atlanta. So, and his last game of the season. So, it's just you can't. I would say he played good for coming off the street, and there's there's definitely value there. What six thirteen thirteen three sucks nine twenty thirteen thirty three. Well, that's a lot. Like. That's a lot of double-digit fantasy weeks right there. And, and as a guy you're drafting in the 10th round, he's going to bust a couple you, times. Like, that's just you, will not, I, you cannot find me another name in this later rounds that could explode and be something that be someone you can start like almost every week. Besides no, yeah, I, I agree there. Um, I still like – I mean, there's yeah. Devontae Smith too if you want to take a – yeah, we can do that. I said Curtis Samuel because he like he could just – He's he a could, utility guy. Yeah, he could mm-hmm. be a good guy. Smith, I think Devontae Smith has a really high floor though because he's also going before him. Yeah, I've also seen him go, but I've seen him go way late. Like, too. Love, so it's like at a certain point, too, like if I need to, like, my last, like. So who you take? Utility. Are you taking Antonio or his cousin, Hollywood? Antonio. Yeah, I'm taking Antonio. Oh, no, I'm actually, I'm going Hollywood. That's kind of odd. <laughs> that that makes is me feel pretty good. Are you taking him or LaVishka Chenault? 
I'm taking. I'll, I, I've thought about this one so many times, and I have to take Brown over Jimmy G. Okay, I'm trying to find some. Oh, Jalen Waddle. I'm taking Brown still. Pittman Jr. Brown. <laughs> See, like I take Pittman Jr. Yeah, that's fair. So like it's Andy. Antonio Brown. Okay. Yeah, it's there's no one. Yeah, probably. Uh, Jerry, that's what about Jerry Judy? Corey Davis. He's a that's jet. A, yeah, I know. That's a jet. That's He's a, a jet. Thing. You seem excited about all these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's there's reason to be excited about Antonio Brown. And, like, you're using a 10th, 11-round pick. If he doesn't work out or does something else Antonio Brown-esque, you just mm-hmm. drop him and pick up the first wave of waiver guys. No, that's what I said. Yeah, where, he's, he, where he's, he's going, going you're not. it doesn't hurt grabbing yeah. him one bit. That's why I don't – that's actually a fine pick there um, with Antonio Brown. So – is there anybody else in this draft? I kind of talked about we kind of talked about uh, kind of our value guys with. I mean, Cooper is the most extreme value of all time. I think Godwin's crazy value right now too. Like he yep. keeps dropping. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about we kind of brought it up, but Amari Cooper versus CD Lamb back to back essentially. That's getting a little out of hand. I, I love CD Lamb. I think he's really safe, but like it's getting out of hand. He is not the one right now. He does not have the ceiling. Should not be drafted ahead of Amari Cooper. Right, like he might have a little more consistency, but like he does not have what Amari Cooper is. He, Amari Cooper has proven that he is like an elitely skilled wide receiver in the NFL. Um, like C.D. Lamb had a good rookie season. Yeah, <laughs> it's a crazy like tilt right now. I know Dak is amazing, and they're going to be putting up a ton of yards. Yeah, but you got yeah. Basically, all Jeez. Dallas is going. They have Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, and Dak Prescott could all go in the same round. It's like <laughs> all right. Chill and it's even like you have this feeling of like, oh, Amari Cooper's been in the league for he's like forty-seven. Oh no, he's twenty-seven, and he's still young, and it's just he's played wildly. He yeah. played since he was like 20. he's he's had the Raider stank on him, <laughs> and ever since he got to the Cowboy, he's Even been pretty Carson good. Too much. So I just don't understand why he's falling to the fourth round and behind CD Lamb. I think it's because yeah, of he's CD, been, yeah. I think it's because of CD Lamb. They're like, oh man, CD Lamb's gonna start taking away everything from me. It's like it's not gonna happen that way. Even if they're, like, co-stars, it's like, I'm still taking yeah, Amari Cooper ahead of him. It just depends who you're looking for. If you want consistency, C.D. Lamb's going to send us a C.D. Cooper. <laughs> CD That's Lamb what they are, a C.D. Cooper. consistent probably game a week in, week out. But Amari I don't Cooper, think so. I think uh, Cooper has been showing, say, Cooper's, been, Cooper's been really consistent on the Cowboys. He hasn't said his, like, his 200-point jump week. He still has it in him. He still can do it, but. But he's, he's been a lot more consistent, especially the start that season last year. Yeah, we're not going to talk about after uh, Dak got hurt because, you know, we're going to ignore that. But let me go back to – oh, crap, that's the wrong year. 2019. Uh, let's see. Yeah, like that's pretty consistent. I mean, ooh, yeah, okay. I mean, it, he's, yeah. just, he's, <laughs> he's as consistent as an elite wide receiver is. Like, yeah, yeah. They all have ups and downs. He just has those big games where it's like, man, he can just – he can win you over. Yeah, <laughs> like the two hundred for three is uh, yeah, like, nice. It's hard to argue with that. <laughs> like, the eleven for two twenty six and one. Yeah, like I don't think C D Lamb's gonna do that. Like he, I think he's just gonna, he's gonna put up like seventy to one hundred and twenty yards, probably I think all year. But like that, that explosion's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other guy I said we I brought him up. I'm not even gonna talk about him much more. Mike Davis in the sixth. I think getting him. Being the third running back in a six I like round. I like Mike Davis. I like, I like Mike Davis, but you're just way too in on him for me <laughs> to a, approve of this. He's your third, <laughs> he's your third running back in this situation. And he like, should be. Which is awesome. That's what I'm loving about it. You're saying like he's your third option right here. 
This is a great value pick there. I think it's a great That's kind of all I needed to say with him. I was going to say, I don't want to have to rely on Mike Davis. I really don't. I don't want Mike Davis to be my second guy at all. And that's where that one situation with Waller could come into play. And I don't really want Mike Davis to be relying. I like him. The thing that's gross is, like, he's the last guy. Once you get past him, it's a lot of grossness. So it's like, I'm probably. Well, then it's all. It's almost like the rookies then. You want to go rookie, rookie, rookie. Yeah. Um, So. Let's see. Man, there's a lot of difference. What? I was looking where Miles Gaskin went, where Miles, Mike Davis went, and I'm like, wow, there's a lot of people before that. <laughs> what do you mean? There's like 20 picks between Mike Davis and Miles Gaskin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just didn't think it would be that big of a difference. <laughs> if you want to play the injury, the uh, kind of injury pool there, I think you go with Trey Sermon here. And, or not sixth round, but like later, and getting another running back because, I mean, Mostert hasn't playing a full year. Uh, Wilson hasn't played a full year. And there's no way they're giving Gallman the ball. Gallman's just going to be a glorified backup for the rest of his life. See, you say that, but I don't think Gallman's going to be nothing on this team. The only this is nothing but a glorified ba- backup. That's what I'm no, but so he's like, going to get the ball. He, it's not. They didn't bring Gallman, him in just to do nothing. I don't think Gallman's going to suck because Matthew Breida left the 49ers and has done nothing but lick the bench for two and a half years now. <laughs> he has not played a lick of football since leaving the 49ers. Like Gallman's going to do something on the team. But you're taking Gallman over Trey Sermon. I'm taking – I mean, I would take – No, I'd take Sermon, but I'm not taking you can't just dismiss Gallman like, as nothing. I would rather take ETN or Javante Williams than – like, I would take Sermon mm. after that. See, I mean, that's yeah. – Well, yeah, no, Sermon's no, way fine. later, though. Sermon's way later. Sermon's the uh, 10th round. Like, 10th round. Like, the guys around him are Naheem Hines, Tony Pollard, Latavius Murray, Jamal Williams. But I'm just saying if you're going to play the injury game there, you know they're going to run the ball. So I think he could just get a bunch of – he can get a bunch of – I would feel more confident if uh, coach uh, Kyle Shanahan has shown any inclination to give one guy the ball. Uh, That's true. That is very true. I will say this till I die. 49ers running backs under Kyle Shanahan are awesome, but they never consistent, and they you will pick the wrong one every single time. I will say this till I die. Right. So yeah, you're gonna have to if you get. I think if you grab grab uh, yeah until until Kyle Shanahan is not coaching in the NFL anymore. I think if you grab Trey Sermon, you're, he's going to be sitting a long time, too. He's going to be a guy that's just going to be waiting for his opportunity to play. It's just so, a guessing game. It's like when you had Ronald Jones last year. You had no idea if you could play him or not. Except with him, it's 50-50. With this, it's like 20%. But that 20% no, you're playing for the injuries. Like, I don't think you have any chance if most I mean, there's are currently Wilson injuries right there. now. So that's what I'm saying. They're currently Currently, injured. Jeff Wilson is has a torn something in his knee. And he's going to miss like the first six weeks of the season. Yeah, Sermon's definitely worth a pick, but he's worth a like, pick, but it's like you know, you can't count on him really. It's he's, not, a, he's not getting counted on that situation. So, but it's just a guy that I think if you you need some, I think there is a potential to like, have. I would but rather take. Any I would rather take a Tony Pollard, in the odds that if, say if Zeke really did fall off a cliff or he gets hurt, then you have a bona fide top fifteen guy. Uh, that seems a little bit crazy. How is that crazy? Did you see what he did the one game? I know, he was but grabbing Pollard over grabbing Pollard over uh, Trey Sermon just seems Trey Sermon has a way I mean, better chance of playing this year. It's not though. It's just one of them is a ba- one of them is going to be an inconsistent like play, and you're never going to feel confident about playing him. And then one is just a handcuff if something bad happens, and then you could drop like. There's and, a, and then you can play him with confidence. Right, I will not ever have confidence starting Trey Sermon unless everybody else gets hurt. Yeah, it's just whatever your team. That's is what's better that waiting game. I'm saying you're not. I don't feel you're, you're going to try to start him until week three, like basically until probably week three, week four. And it's going to be a while holding on to him, which does suck. 
soon as you start him, like I said, you're gonna get ready to drop him right away. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you drop him, he's gonna blow up. Like, like, that is gonna be that is gonna be one issue. But I think it's a guy that if you can keep him on your bench, he can be got to watch. But again, after week four, I'm just gonna have to be done. done with most people consider it week two, but Sermon's gonna be the stud. Right, that's what he has. But he has so is Dolman's gonna be dominating. And then uh, they'll find some other guy off the street and yeah, Smith Nelson. <laughs> no, then they then they draft another. They drafted two they did, running backs. Yeah. Um, they did. They like yeah. running backs over there. They, they're all like, well. All they need them. They all get hurt. And they're all good because Kyle Shanahan is really good with running the football. Like I don't know, he just puts them all in the right spot, and it's like you have a. Yeah, they spent a sixth round pick on Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, he like somehow. Makes so he'll probably be in the rotation team. by like week eight. That would be funny. It's gonna be him, Dolman, and uh, Sermon for week three. And then Jeff Wilson will be like, "Hey guys, I'm back." Score four touchdowns, break his leg. <laughs> yep, exactly. But, all right, that's all the time we have for the Go Ones podcast. Once again, I'm Scotty. I'm Mitch. And I'm Spencer. And we'll figure out what we're going to talk about next week. And I'm out. See you guys. Woo!